Just before we get started, do you have a business or maybe a staff event coming up, either virtually or in person? Well, why not drop the organiser a line and suggest me as one of the speakers? Go to pennyhaslam.co.uk to find out more. You're listening to the Penny Haslam podcast. This time, I don't know about you, but I can't stand it when someone's going on and on, just waffling and, and telling what I call a titanic dote. So you're under pressure, you might be in a job interview, you might be in a board meeting, you might be taking part in a panel discussion, you might be going on TV or radio or taking part in a podcast, for example, but unless you've prepared some things to say, you might find yourself going off on what you think is going to be a brilliant story. Oh yeah, I'm now setting off on it, it's going to be magnificent, but no, you have just told a titanic dote. You thought it was going to be brilliant and you set sail on it and it turned out to be too long and it sunk, basically. And we know what happened at the end of the Titanic because I've seen the film. Really great example, actually, is of a client of mine who I was helping uh, with ways to promote herself and without feeling like she was doing self-promotion and feeling like a show-off and ways to talk about the sport that she is, she's involved with. So she said, I want you to push me. I want you to test me. I want you to challenge me and push me out of my comfort zone. I mean, she's a sportswoman, so she's going to say all that stuff, isn't she? So I thought, okay, bring it on. Let's think about a national live television appearance. I mean, that's, that's fairly thrilling, isn't it? If you're looking for adrenaline, that's going to wake you up, all right? So through a few different ways of pulleys and levers. I managed to help her get on local radio. She then got picked up by national radio and then national television. So she ended up on a rolling news channel. Fabby, fabby, fabby. Fantastic. Now, she could have gone on to that interview that she was doing to talk about her sport badly prepared. She might have assumed that she knows everything there is to know about it. And she can answer any question fully and completely and accurately. And she'd be right. But that doesn't make for very compelling content. It just means that you're able to answer some factual questions correctly. So what she did was she prepared some stuff to say. She had to think about what she might get asked about. And I showed her a few tricks and tips about how to answer questions. She might not know the question, but you can answer it by either answering a little bit of the detail that the question asks about, and then you zoom out to a bigger picture idea. So you take it from a detail to a bigger picture theme that is motivating people and makes them interested. Or if you ask, get asked about a bigger picture stuff, you can zoom in. You start with the big picture stuff and zoom in. And she was asked about one of the Olympic team's training regime, which is fairly detailed. And she started to talk about that. And then she zoomed out to talk about something a bit bigger. But she started to answer the question really well because she'd prepared some thoughts. And what she'd done is she thought, right, if I get asked about any of the training, I want to take them, I want to zoom in, in detail to a moment in time. And this is where the rich, compelling stuff can be found for your audience, no matter who you're speaking in front of. 
Um, it might just be one other person, but you want them to be compelled by what you're saying. So it's memorable. So she said, yes, that person is a dedicated team player. They absolutely deserve their place on the Olympic team. Their mum would take them every day, twice a day to do their training. That's what it's called. I'm not very sporty, I have to say. So, you know, my client talks about the school books in the car, studying for GCSEs, doing revision, where the mum would ask questions and the kid would answer. And so, yes, it's a really gruelling regime, training to be an Olympic athlete or having ambitions for that. But you need to have real life in between. And that was the zooming out idea. So what she wanted to do was talk about this individual's moments, you know, training and all the rest of it. And she did that. She brought some colour to it. And then she zoomed out and she said, and of course, that sort of dedication is really important. But it's also important to keep your feet on the ground with um, real life, you know, because the sporting career, your sporting career can be quite short lived. And so... That is an inescapable visual moment. It's a story, but it doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be long. And she thought about it before she set sail. (laughs) She prepared it before she was even in the spotlight. And so if you can have and begin to build um, a a sort of a catalogue of little stories, gems, moments in time, Like that car journey doing the GCSE revision was just a moment in time, but they're very useful. So prepare them, write them down, whatever you need to do, think about them. Thanks for listening. My third book is coming out in 2024. It's all about confidence at work and in life. And as you'd expect from me, there are lots of stories and ideas to help you build confidence, whether it's for yourself or for others. It might be colleagues, teammates, friends and family. Head to pennyhaslam.co.uk slash confidence dash book.